Hello and welcome to the Psych Movie Minute Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Blum. This is episode number 40 and happy new year. Welcome to 2023, our first episode of the year. And today we're going to be talking about the next minute in the 2017 film, The Year of Spectacular Men. Uh, continuing off of last uh, time's episode and it's talking about sex which is one of those things that shows up a lot in film, shows up a lot in at least U.S. culture, at least talking about it in oblique ways, showing images of it. Uh, it's all over in marketing, in magazines, on television, although it's actually kind of rare when people talk about it in frank terms. And so in mental health, and it's, it comes up quite a bit. So. As a bit of background, if you're new to the show, welcome. Uh, this is a show that is hosted by one, sometimes two, or more psychiatrists. And uh, I'm a child and adult psychiatrist. I work mainly with young adults. And one of the reasons we picked this film is because it is it was written by a young adult uh, at the time. Uh, so 2017 is when it came out. So it's you know it's a couple of years old at this point, but. And it touches on the life of a young adult. Her name is Izzy, is the main character, uh, who is portrayed by the uh, the writer, um, uh, who also did the music, and uh, her, 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 her whole family uh, was uh, involved in the, uh, the creation of the film, which kind of makes it unique, I think. So it's an independent project. I think it's when it's a family and they come together and do something, I think that lends a slightly different energy uh, to it, at least um, uh, you can you can kind of tell. So interestingly enough, it's hard to one of those things hard to put into words. The main character Izzy and her real life sister is also her on screen sister, and you can you can tell that they have you know a kind of um, chemistry interaction type of something there that uh, you could manufacture that and I think you could act that but I mean you know I think it happens so much more naturally when it's really organic so um, uh, this is a particular episode when like I said we're, we're talking about sexual activity it's something that comes up a lot in our work with patients although it's not necessarily always central to it but it does come up a lot back in the old days um, you know there's a sort of a stereotype uh, about uh, mental health and Freud and all being about sex and stuff like that. Um, you know, a lot of those early psychoanalytic theories and stuff like that, you know, they have some issues with them, but there's there's an element of truth to some of that. And so I think they have their role. It's just that, you know, it's like anything else, you know, it's, you can, it's not necessarily the be and end all of everything. But by and large, a lot of the issues that sometimes people will struggle with revolve around issues of family or love or lack of it or so forth. And in fact, those are some of the issues that come up a lot in this particular film. The main character, Izzy, is struggling to find her identity. She's struggling to figure out who she is. There's a number of issues that come up in her particular family um, related to her parents. You know, for example, her father committed suicide. She's keeping that a secret from her younger sister, who idolized her father. Uh, she is struggling to figure out what she's not only what she's going to do in her life she's just graduated from college so she doesn't really necessarily know what her life's 
work is or, or even literally what, like what her passions are or even necessarily how to make a living. I think she's struggling in that regard, but she's also struggling to find acceptance and, you know, a life partner or, or just love, uh, you know, and you could tie that back to maybe she struggles to love herself and da -da -da -da, all these other kinds of things like that. But she, she struggles uh, through five, you know, relationships, short relationships in the course of this film. And they're the spectacular men that are talked about. And maybe that's that's in um, air quotes, maybe, but or it's uh, sarcastic. But either way, we often learn a lot about ourselves through our interactions with others, particularly the intimate ones. Sex is one of those times when you are particularly vulnerable. Not only are you naked, uh, generally, but um, you are vulnerable in a way that uh, emotionally, I think, because... Uh, it just sort of requires a process of letting go. So a lot of the issues that sometimes people will have in other parts of life will come out in sex. People will often bring up sexual problems in the context of working as a mental health professional. Sometimes it's superficial. I would say like as a psychiatrist, we're often focused on the medical side of things. So sometimes it'll be brought up in, the t in terms of uh, just, you know, developmental kind of stuff. Um, sometimes it'll be brought up in the context of side effects from medications. Some of the medications that we tend to use may cause sexual side effects. Antidepressants, um, some antipsychotics will do it. Uh, so things that affect, there's a couple different hormones in there, but ones that uh, affect the hormone prolactin. Uh, prolactin is, is a hormone, it's, um, it's produced in a particular part of the brain called the anterior pituitary gland. And it uh, is responsible, not the only thing, but it, it, you know, it's involved with like the milk letdown reflex. So uh, it's important in uh, breastfeeding. And for anybody listening who has breastfed a child or has been around someone who's breastfeeding a child, uh, they will often lose the ability to ovulate for a certain period of time. So often people will notice that during those times they are not having their period anymore, which kind of functions as a kind of like a nature's uh, contraception, I guess, if you will, at least for a little while. Often, though, that comes with a decrease in sexual activity. So if you think about it evolutionarily, the, uh, you know, when someone is caring for a child, especially those first couple of months, it's not really adaptive to go ahead and, and have another one. Also, uh, the uh, it's going to be important for them to uh, to be able to breastfeed uh, the, the child um, if that is their choice, but you know, in, in nature, that that's the option that you have generally. And so there are some medications that will do that artificially, and one of the side effects sometimes will actually be lactation for certain of those medications. Um, some of the antidepressants will do it as well. Um, and uh, I don't know if we necessarily understand how that works. It may through, work through a chemical called serotonin, which, but we're not necessarily sure. There are some other medications that uh, typically do not have that side effect, that serotonin is less involved, so uh, norepinephrine and so forth, where it's, it tends not to be a side effect. Uh, but, um, but yeah, there's, there's, it can come up there. It can come up uh, with in regards to anxiety. So sometimes people have performance anxiety issues, or they get very caught up in, in how they're how they're doing and the experience that they have. Um, it can get it can be often an issue, uh, sometimes health related, due to blood flow. Um, some of the medications that are used in various for various reasons, you know, may affect peripheral blood flow meaning you know, medications that are on the outside of the body. 
So like for, for example, vasodilation, or in other words, the, the how big the vessels get, obviously will affect a person's ability to have an erection, for example, you know, in a man. Um, and there's some medications that can make that a little bit worse. Some blood pressure medications, for example. So it couldn't come up there. Um, sometimes it'll come up in regards to intimacy issues. So if someone has a history of trauma, for example, um, it may be really hard for them to trust another person, you know, once bitten, twice shy, right? And so, especially if there's a history of sexual abuse, uh, there can be a whole host of issues that can come up around sex in particular, particularly if it was, you know, if it was something that um, happened when they were quite young and did not, I mean, it's one thing to have had a, you know, have had the experience of having sex be a something that you choose and then having, say, a rape, you know, which taints it, or the ability of tainting it. Um, but if it's something that you've never experienced and your first sexual experience was, you know, not of your choice, you know, then there's just a lot of issues that can be, that need to be worked through before it can be, you know, an enjoyable thing. So anyway, let's watch the minute here. Um, Izzy uh, is connecting with one of these spectacular men and uh, they are having sex at the moment. Um, it's not, <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily going quite as Izzy planned, but uh, I'm going to turn it over to, to this uh, minute. It's minute, if you want to actually watch along, you can. It's minute 39 going into 40. Uh, and you can watch this in numerous places online. Um, you can watch it. I'm watching it on YouTube. You can buy it on there. You can watch it for free on Tubi and perhaps another a number of other places. There are ads uh, interspersed throughout if you go the sort of the free route. So let's actually go to the minute. <laughs> So Izzy is putting uh, okay. some yeah. lubrication on, and you can hear the squeaking going okay. on, which hopefully the lubrication will help. So they're on the bed, and they're oh, like sort of yeah. rolling on the floor. Oh my god, there's sweat. Oh, no, sweat. Okay. And uh, yeah. okay. her paramour, okay. Logan, okay. is sweating all over her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Please. 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 Yeah, no, no. I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Is it too big? No, no. It's, it's big. big. I mean, it's big. Yeah. Uh, it's super big. It's super big? Yeah, yeah. Really big. Oh, my. What's the... And what's all on me? Wait, is it... Oh, my. Uh, I should... We should come. Yeah. Oh, no, no. You go. Oh. You go. Oh. Oh. Yeah. She has a guitar pick stuck to her back. Okay. <laughs> so you can see that was sort of chaos. Um, it's very interesting. I, I, like, I really like the music choice that they picked in there for it. And you, if you, here, I'll, I'll play it again. Actually, I'll go back a few seconds and just... Um, to, if you listen to the music choice, it's kind of like these strings and... It's not at all like uh, what you would consider like yeah, romantic music. Uh, it's very tentative, almost like the, what they're doing right now, which is very sort of very tentative steps where they're fumbling around. I mean, it's not in the dark, actually, um, but that's you know that's the expression, fumbling around in the dark, not really knowing what you're doing. And I think you know many times early relationships are kind of like that. You know, particularly the first time. We all want our first time to be special, but I mean, <laughs> it's not necessarily that way. So 
I think when it comes to expectation versus reality, you've probably seen those memes on social media or, you know, I don't know, on YouTube. Uh, expectation and then reality. I mean, they're often very different, I think, when it comes to sex. I mean, people build up this sex into this thing that is going to be this great thing. And it can be the great thing, but it's just like one of those things that it's not always that way. And it won't be that way every single time, even if it's generally a good thing, you know, with the person that you're with. This is a great example. In this particular case, they, they highlight a few things, uh, which is good. They, they show, um, we, in the last episode, we talked about safe sex. So they're using a condom, they're using lubrication, both good things. Uh, and Logan actually is prepared. He has those things uh, next to his bed. Presumably that's his room. I don't think it's Izzy's room. She's staying with her sister. So uh, he has those things that he's prepared. And then, you know, she she advocates for herself that we that she should, you know, use both of those things. So that's a good thing. They show that on screen. Sometimes that doesn't get any airtime. Uh, they also show how kind of awkward it can sometimes be. When people watch TV, they watch movies, you know, they you sometimes get a... Uh, not necessarily awkward, but inaccurate view of what sex may be like. And it, uh, it may color your expectations about, uh, you know, how long it lasts, uh, how wonderful it's going to be, um, all the things that go into it, how you feel after all these things like that. I mean, people build up these things into their heads. And sometimes that can detract from the actual enjoyment of the experience. One of the things that comes up a lot is uh, people feeling kind of ashamed of, uh, they're either ashamed of their body or ashamed that they're not, they don't have any clothes on or um, they feel awkward uh, in some way. Uh, because it's, it, let's, let's get right down to it, it's a pretty awkward act, to be fairly honest with and frank. Uh, and it, it, this scene shows that it's messy like logan is sweating all over the place <laughs> you can't really hear that in the audio but you heard izzy commenting on that there was the part where they they kind of like fell off the bed i guess onto the floor which is uh it's a hardwood floor too it's not a carpet izzy just kind of like took the impact of that on her backside i guess or back couldn't have been ex couldn't have been health uh you know um it doesn't sound uh particularly romantic and it also seems like it might be kind of painful because it, Logan had already penetrated her and so that doesn't see, particularly seem there was not a whole lot of grace about the whole th a whole lot of the, the whole uh, that, that whole maneuver I guess you could say there was there was the talk right he's talking about you know how large his penis is and you know she's trying to reassure him and then she's also wondering at the same time what's going what's on my back because she you know he had some stuff on the floor he he's a guitar player right uh, no, he's a guitar player. He's a drummer, actually. But yeah, I think he plays other things, too. Or maybe this is in the same room in which he practices, uh, band members practice. And so there's some, you know, there's a guitar pick that gets stuck to her back. Because, um, I don't know, maybe she's sweating, too. Or maybe the sweat from Logan has made everything sticky. You know, so I think all those things combined, uh, it's it's sort of like one of these things that sometimes can make it very difficult to talk about. In the last, the last sexual encounter that she had, with her ex-boyfriend, she, you know, and she ended up with a yeast infection from it. Uh, so I think the film does a really nice job at showing some of the awkward parts about this. And I think there's more to come later on. On the other hand, so the flip side of that is it's obviously not all farce, right? And so I think when it comes right down to it, even though people often think about sex, they, they may talk about it, you know, in various ways, often in hushed tones. 
They don't necessarily want to talk about it in frank, frank ways. People are often looking for information, like actual real, real information. And so uh, if you work in healthcare uh, and you, you're comfortable talking about this sort of thing, you will, particularly what I would say with children, like teenagers in particular, with young adults, uh, if you're comfortable bringing it up or discussing it when they bring it up, then chances are they will too. Many times people are a little bit hesitant to do that. Um, I think in you know in medicine we often have the uh, the doorknob comment, what is often called the doorknob comment, and this is the sort of thing. Um, the stereotype is like a an older kind of like gruff uh, or or um, not terribly talkative man uh, in his older to uh, older middle middle age to older years and. Um, and you know he comes in for like to a primary care doctor, and he comes in for like I don't know physical or something like that, or something unrelated to his real concern, which he then launches at the very last point of the uh, the the visit, and he's like, "Hey doc," just as the doctor is, has has his or her hand on the doorknob, is about to leave the room, you know. Do you have, uh, can you, can I talk to you about something? Can I ask you a quick question? You know, it's just like, it's, it's offhand, but that's the real reason that person came in. It may not be the reason that's written on the chart, but that is the real thing that they actually want to get out of the, uh, the interaction. And that happens a lot. Um, sometimes you'll do a whole thing and they're like, oh, you know, what? there's actually something I actually wanted to ask you about. And you're like, oh, you got like five minutes left. You know, this is like a big thing, you know, could, I wish you had brought this up earlier is often what's going on in my head. Um, and sometimes, you know, to do it justice, you need to make another appointment. Sometimes what I just end up doing is I just run up running late and uh, trying to make up the time somewhere else. But I think if you, I think it's important regardless, you know, those are often things. And I would say uh, it's not uncommon that it, it has to do with something that is a little bit, takes a little bit of time to get into. People need to warm up to it, and I would say sex is one of those things that often will come up in in that uh, they're like oh, I'm having a little problem in this area. You know, I think things have gotten better in this regard, uh, you know, generationally, but uh, I, I I think there's still a lot of misinformation about it. It's uh, when it comes to sex, and uh, when it comes to getting accurate information that's free of judgment. I think often people want to be able to ask questions, but they don't want to be judged for not knowing something or not understanding something or whatever. If you watch this particular scene and you, you're like, there's a fair amount of ego wrapped up in some of this stuff, like Logan is asking about the size of his genitalia and whether Izzy's having a good experience and uh, Izzy's not necessarily wanting to, I mean, she's being fairly considerate, you know, I think though I don't know if she's having a great time herself. All that stuff kind of detracts in various ways from the actual enjoyment that people can get out of the experience. But on the other hand, it's part of the experience. It's part of the thing. So it really is nice to, to uh, find a place that you can address it in some way. So you might be that person if you work in healthcare or you're some other trusted adult. Um, and so if that's the case, sometimes if you're if you're comfortable with it, um, then great. If you're not comfortable with it, just listening and smiling. Not necessarily smiling, but this listening and nodding um, goes a long way. So we'll come back to this in future episodes. Uh, just something to uh, 
sort of more food for thought. But um, if you like this particular episode, you can find many more like this uh, on wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, so here's to more episodes like uh, about, about this particular film in 2023. So thank you for listening. Talk to you guys next time. <laughs>